Mbongeni Nomkonwana is an actor, playwright, theatre director, poet, sometimes stand-up comedian who has performed at the former Vodacom Funny Festival, now Jai Funny Festival. The man is obviously a jack-of-all-trades. This multi-talented performer is always willing to try new things and has a special gift with words. Peace. Um, Words are very important. He started his performing, writing, and directing career at Supreme. So Pumelela Theatre Group, where he still is to date. He holds a performing arts certificate from New Africa Theatre Company um, in 2007. He has written and directed four plays, um, one of which, Bendingazi, was performed at the 2009 Arts Festival. He has acted in two international films alongside Kiefer Sutherland and Hakim K. Kazim. He has done some local cameo roles with Penguin Films. He has done children's theater with the Rep Theater for Life 2010 to 2011, touring the Eastern Cape, and is now working for Ogulche Media doing educational school roadshows. This is a talented and multifaceted artist, and he joins us on the line. Mongeni, how are you doing, my dude? I am good, and how are you? I'm fine. That's quite uh, the repertoire that you've got going over there, man. Like, you seem to have done it all. What have you not done? Um, <laughs> I have not done dancing and singing. <laughs> uh, well, I, I have in the productions, but I've never done, like, specifically a musical show or a, a dance show because uh, those two, those are the two things that I've admitted I'm not good at. Ah, but come on. Yeah. Uh, if you grow up in the theater, you must dance and sing at some time and, and, and yeah, perform you, in a musical. Everybody's done Grease at school. No, I've done those things, but I mean, I'm just saying, but, no, I've never done Grease, <laughs> but I've done shows where, you know, there's music and dance. I'm saying, but those are not my specialty, you know. The ones that you read, those are the ones that I specialize in, you know, performing, so, acting, sure. uh, poetry, and yeah. So, so, so let me let me ask you now. Let me let me pose a challenge to you quickly, to just to yeah. see see how how vast your your range is when it comes to acting. If you were to do, um, you know, Chuck Berry, the legendary rock and roll singer, just passed away now, and they offered you a role to sing and dance as Chuck Berry, would you take it? I, I, I wouldn't take it. You wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take it. The people would, but I wouldn't take it. Why? Why go there? You know, they may take such a big role and not deliver. Oh. You know, people are going to, you know, crucify you. You know, you know uh, <laughs> refuse about you, and yeah, you don't want people to 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 be on your case. I mean, I mean, in every industry, I think you know, if somebody passes on, sure. whoever plays their role in a in a film or in a theater production, it's someone who's must be well versed in that field. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to challenge you even further. I'm saying, uh, if Idris Elba could play Nelson Mandela. I'm I'm just saying, you know, maybe you should you should take on the challenge. I'm just joking, my dude. Um <laughs> uh, let's let's get into things. How did you like where did your love for theatre begin? How did you fall into the wondrous world that is the stage? Um, yeah, it's funny. In two thousand and well, the thing that three. Mm. I was in grade ten and at the time I didn't really care about performance. And my friend was part of each drama school um, here in Delft. And because I didn't have anyone to walk with home, I was forced to join the group. And that's how it started. So since then, I never looked back. So 2003, I fell in love with theater. I became part of a um, school drama group. And then I directed my first play there. 
and then the group moved to um, outside to become Sokmelela Theatre Group. So Sokmelela was started at school, and then sure. it became a community group. And then, yeah, from then on, I went to study New Africa Theatre, and then here we are. Cool. So uh, that's where it all started, yeah. You're saying you started with your first play there. What was your first play that you directed? Um, the first play was called... Um, it was, it was under a theme called Democracy in Through the Eyes of the Youth. Sure. So that was the theme. Um, so we entered the play for Artscape High School Festival. And my play was called Vuyo. I'm very bad in naming plays. So I called the play after the main character. It was called Vuyo. But this guy grew up in a, in a nice home. Mm-hmm. And he decided, you know, to start, I mean, doing bad things like drugs and going to school. Because, I mean, that was the whole um, uh, theme. So, yeah, that was a play. And then we took it to Artscape um, Drama Festival, School Drama Festival, got nominated, didn't win any awards. So that was my first ever play. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Um, that, that sounds pretty cool. So you, you actually wrote the play while you were in high school. Were you about 16 at the stage? Yeah, at the time, yeah, I was actually I was sixteen years of age. That was a good case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good case. Well, after I mean, the director had matriculated, and there was they were looking for someone to take over, and no one had cast. That was, was weird because I was still new in the group at yeah. the time. So I was just like, okay, let me let me try. You know, I wrote the play, directed it. I I consulted one guy at the time was involved in a community theater group with Aquinas. His name is Aquina Papa. So it would come through, you know, and, and help us, you know, in terms of shaping the play. So, yeah. Okay, That's cool. Where it all started. Cool. And now you find yourself having starred alongside Kiefer Sutherland. So are you telling me that you, I, I mean, I, I want to find out what, what the work was with Kiefer Sutherland. Were you... I mean, did you have a cameo on 24? Because if you did, my man, you're big time. You, you, you're you too big for us right now. <laughs> it was not a cameo. It was, it was one of the supporting roles. Um, uh, yeah, it was my, my first film ever. Sure. So uh, in uh, 2008, uh, 2007, I was still in school. I got an agent. So my one of my teachers, I helped him with his play, and then he and put me in his agency. And I went to audition for 24, um, for a different character, I got the callbacks, and yeah, I got in. So I, I shot, I worked, I think I did two scenes with Kifa. So yeah, it was, it, was, it was a nice experience. I shot there for 11 days. Oh, pretty so cool. I had lines and all those things. Okay, cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so um, with your with your theater company at the moment you know how are you uh, how are you pushing the youth forward in terms of being able to express themselves through creative art um i mean through performance art itself uh, i mean i mean if you if you if you Landuga that you read the 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 that bio was the one of the outdated one but um you know we we've worked with the the young um 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 the youth of Delft ever since yeah. high school and we've been pushing theater and we still are doing that but now our focus is more poetry so it's more fusing poetry and theater and music and yeah. we're still doing that so so that's that's what we've been pushing for this year uh and we are launching our program um in may and the program now is more focused on poetry theater and music so that's what we've been doing and we've been working at Delft and there's an organization actually that we work with that managed to get us a, a, a space, which was just a community also we transformed the space into a theater. And that's where we do all our productions up by itself. But we do work with institutions like Artscape and the Baxter Theater. 
Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. If you've yeah. just joined us, we're currently on the ni- on the line with Mbongeni Nomkonwana. And uh, you can call in um, if you want to join in on the conversation. He is uh, an actor, playwright, and theater director. The You can call us on 021-446-0567. WhatsApp us on 072-567-1567. And tweet us at Cape Talk. Um, so... Mbongen, let's get back into it, my dude. Um, out of just out of pure curiosity, because I've got my own um, my own theories around why stage is so great. Why do you love um, acting so much? And what would you prefer, stage or film? Um, I prefer, and I, I think for me, I this is a tricky question. I think in terms of reach, you know, in terms of audience reach, I prefer film. But in terms of, you know, the, the craft, I prefer stage. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I, I once heard um, Al Pacino gave, gave, gave a really cool um, sort of comparison between the two. And he says, um, on stage, it's like you're walking a tightrope in, in the circus. And if you fall off, you fall off for mm. the entire crowd to see versus film where there's a constant net to catch yeah, you, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So do you get a high when you're, when you're on stage and you can see the audience in front of you and it's sort of like a challenge to them and it's a call and a response sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what's what's nice about about being on stage, you know, it actually you know brings forth the meaning of what you know art is life, because on stage you are able to live in the moment. So if you make a mistake, you can't try and rectify that mistake. You know, you just have to continue as you would in real life. If you drop a pen, you pick it up in real life. You know, so if you drop a pen on stage, you don't ignore it because it was not part of the scene. You pick it up. <laughs> So I think that's what's beautiful about stage is that you are able to then adapt to whatever situation you're presented. Because sometimes you get there, the actor does not enter on time. I mean, your fellow actor, you need to then, you know, continue and, and, and adapt to what, what happens. And, and what's beautiful is that the audience experiences that with you. And they're able also to pick up, even though you cover the mistakes very well, they're able to mm. pick up good something went wrong. But the beauty is that they give you that license to, to say it's stage, it's live, it's now. So, you know, they won't crucify you for such things. And that's oh. the beauty of stage for me. Yeah. Know? The improv sort of keeps it alive. Um, yes, yes. Yes. Quick, a quick question. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the Lingua Franca launch and the Naked Word Festival and your involvement in that? Yeah, so Lingua Franca is a is a poetry, specifically poetry and 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 music movement. So it's a, it's made up of poets and musicians, and we we've been running it for five years. So it's another um, kind of organizations um, organization I'm part of. I founded it with a friend of mine called Luanda Sindati. And we, yeah, we're, we've been running um, poetry sessions at places like Blackstar, Escape, Delft, uh, Black Office, I mean, Black Box Office, <laughs> Black Box Theater, yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, so so um, last year we did a festival called the Naked World Poetry um, Naked World Festival, and we're doing it again this year in June. Okay. And yeah, so the the festival features poets from um, all over the country. Last year we did only three. We did Pretoria, Joburg, and KZN. And this year we're looking to adding Free State um, and Eastern Cape, and also one Zimbabwe and one from the USA, one from the Netherlands. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's what that's what the festival is. It's a spoken word festival strictly, uh, but but what Lingua Franca does, it looks into how poetry can be fused with other genres. Uh, in this case, which is music and 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 
and theater and which which I, I mentioned earlier on because that's our focus now for the youth to try and also you know not just do um uh, traditional theater players to also look at other genres and bringing them into the theater that way you bring in different audiences into one space if that if that makes sense yeah so yeah okay, so that's cool. what we'll be doing this year in june yeah and how is uh, attendance and participation if i may ask I mean, I mean, last year was our first time trying out the festival. You know, poetry, I think poetry is an industry, you know, on its own. Because, I mean, you've had poets being featured in different shows, but never really, you know, except for poetry sessions. I mean, poetry, you know, is still growing, and there's the new kind of poet, which is spoken word. So the attendance last year was not bad at all. I mean, all our shows we did for the festival, they were all they all had audiences, like, not full. I think the opening that was Full House, other shows, like, half... You know, half the seats, and you know, you always had people in the house, and we did not lose. We didn't make a loss. We, I think, we broke even in terms of money, and which is an achievement. You know, if you look at a poetry festival, because most of them, they have free shows, and you know, we have, people are paying for all our shows. So yeah. Cool. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. No, nah, cheers. Um, actually, well done. I, I'm just wondering, uh, in terms of the the you know the the festival and um the movement itself who were were the partners on it and, and how did it come about so for last year actually there was no partners last year <laughs> what we did is mm-hmm. that we saved up money so we saved up and believe it or not we were able to bring people from two three different cities uh with a budget of 16000 rands as in 16k 16 Wow. Uh, that's what we did. We 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 and then we asked a lot of favors, like the venue. It was at Magnet Theatre. So one of our, um, the founders, he studied at Magnet Theatre, physical theatre. So he was able to get the venue that way. And then a lot of people did things for free. Um, even some of the performers, you know, we paid everyone, but we you know negotiated low rates, yeah. uh, kind of an honorarium thing. This year we've got funding. We entered a competition where you go pitch for an event uh, by the Western Cape government, and they gave us 50k. Damn! So at least this year we've got a 50k head start. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that that that's our partner so far. So we've asked for accommodation and flights, and we're still awaiting a response. But at least with that 50k, we'll be able to do something, you know, twice, you know, better than the one we did last year. Sure. Um, yeah. I, you know, it sounds really, you know, I think just your your artist resume itself is sort of limited, is kind of limited in, in terms of what I've got in front of me um, right here because your organizational skills seem to be on point. Out of interest, is there any ambition for you to actually take hold of a company yourself um, to, to sort of move forward and put and put things forward like... Um, holistically, you know what I mean? Um, something that, that, that can actually offer um, real sort of resources and support to, to, to young performers coming up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for me that, that that's my vision. Yeah, that's my personal vision, you know, to, you know, to create an, a space and an organization where young performers can come and work, you know. Yeah. And, and then also, you know, just being taken from, you know, just like from the raw talent, you know, and try to, to chisel that. And, and Ron and I, we've spoken about kind of opening our own institution um, where we'll teach theater and, and poetry and music. Um, because I feel because we, we've gone to drama school and you know, he's studied further than I did, you know, and also from the research we, we do with other people, which, you know, if we, if we open our own institutions, we're able to kind of model our own 
um, curriculum, you know, that fits, I mean, uh, um, the talent that we identified, you know, from where we come from. So I'm now moving from, you know, as much as I love performance and stage, but I'm also moving into the position of, you know, arts, arts manager or arts a business manager. So where I, 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 I you know, because we don't have a lot of those around, you know, people who manage, you know, uh, art businesses. So I think that's, for me, that's what I'm calling to be able to create platforms for young people. You know, I think we can't all perform, you know, so we need to kind of make way for others and make the sacrifice, you know, for the future of the arts and, and then, you know, and make it a sustainable career, I think. Yeah, talking about it as a sustainable career, I'm, I'm wondering about the, the growth of raw talent in the Cape Town art space. Uh, is, that, is that still growing or are you seeing um, real growth uh, in, in, in young performers or is there a need for more resources and, and, and more push for, for inclusiveness um, within, these, uh, within the different, different sectors um, of you know, artistic medium? And of course, I mean, there's a need for more resources, you know. I think, you know, you've got the talent, you've got people who are pushing hard. You know, I think most organizations, and I'm saying this in terms of, you know, organizations, the townships where we come from, you know, I mean, get to, you know, fail because they are there, you know, we've got the talent. Probably people don't have the know-how in terms of putting together the paperwork and getting funding. And you know how government is in terms of being compliant. They can't just give you money, you know. And also businesses now, but they're very skeptic. So, so the, the talent is there, you know, but we need more resources, you know. But I think now we're at a stage where a lot of us now as, as artists, we are moving from the space of just performance to a space of, of managing, you know, um, our businesses and our art. And in creating, you know, platforms where young performers then don't struggle in terms of finding their way in the industry, you know, and and, and getting to, and just having to worry about the craft and not the people because there are people who are kind of handling that. Because also we have to acknowledge that not everyone's going to be, you know, in the business of the arts. So so some of us will be in the business of the arts, some of us will perform, but also trying to change, you know, the norm of artists just performing and, and not reaping the benefits of their work and just getting, you know, little money for what they do. Cool. Well, I'm on the line with Mbongyeni uh, Nomkonwana at the moment, who is a playwright, theatre director, and actor. Call us on 021-446-0567 if you have anything that you'd like to ask him about. If there's anything you'd like to chat to him, about, uh, chat to him about, WhatsApp us on 072-567-1567 and tweet us at Cape Talk. Mongeni, I'd like to come back um, to to your own personal craft, you know, as an artist. Yes. Um, what is it uh, that that drives you in terms of you know your your offering, your your unique offering as an artist at the moment? Well, what's driving me? Yeah, man. Um, in terms of you know how you view the world and how you actually create art, what is it that um, actually drives you. What's your what's your general sort of message uh, that you're that you're trying to put out into the world? I think you know in the beginning we you know when I I started creating work and this is both for for theatre and for poetry. You know it was more you know when you come in as an artist and you you know from the township and you you see you know the ills that are happening and the politics and that's that's your focus. You know you wanna change the world. You know and then somebody said to us you know a lot of us wanna become activists but do not activists in our own lives and that for me you know it's just in a struck a chord and and so now my work the work that i create comes from personal so even if it's political it comes from personal because also oh professor Nabele said that you know um 
people must write their own stories. And therefore, when you write your own story, let's say if I write a story about my family or about my community at Gahaft, you know, it will reflect the bigger political landscape. But I've narrowed the story to just Gahaft, and that is a reflection of the country. So I'm writing from that point with the family. I, I have a daughter, so most of the work that I write starts from there, you know, and it reflects then how society and how, you know, the country is. So I'm, I'm more family-based, but how... I write from a point of how my family fits in within the community and within the, you know, the broader um, country. I think. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Quite interestingly enough, we actually just got an SMS right now um, from a first-year drama student at UCT. Um, yeah. She says, "I don't know exactly where I want to end up one day, but I have." Uh, sorry, they say, I'm, I don't know if they're he or she, um, quite presumptuous of me. I want to end, uh, I don't know where I want to end up one day, but I have a passion for the field. Um, it, uh, does my guest have any advice for a 21-year-old who's constantly being told that there's no money in the arts? Yo, <laughs> there is no money in the arts. <laughs> I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think for me, you know, that's just, you know... Um, that that you know it's it's been there, but things are changing right now. I think you know most of the times you know people when they come out of drama school, you know there's there's this whole thing of race and all this, and you have to make money, you know. Yeah. And I think also you know you have to you know when you get into the fields, you must be able to do the work, you know. Um, there are companies you know that work. For example, I worked with a company called Arab Theatre for Life. And we taught the Eastern Cape doing rural tours, you know. I think that's where you start. And those companies kind of introduce you to to touring, to yeah. doing paperwork, because Arab will make you do paperwork, like doing reports, and to also kind of managing yourself as an artist, because you're not, I mean, traveling with the director or a boss. You just, just the performers. So I think look out for those opportunities. I think for me, those are the ones that 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 kind of you know help you in terms of understanding the industry and how it works. And then from there, come back into the theater. And I. I always say, you know, I mean, and we we've never done it, but you know, finding a mentor is, is the best thing that you can do. You know, yeah. someone who's, who's who's been in the industry who knows the ins and outs of the industry, but also find a mentor who's done stuff. You know, I think if you're finding a mentor that still needs empower empowerment, it's I, for me personally, I would like to think it doesn't work. Whereas you'd find someone who's already you know kind of established themselves in the industry and they are able then to navigate you know, better with you than someone who's also trying to find their way in the industry. Oh. So I think find a mentor and look for those companies that take people, I mean, fresh from, from varsity and, and put you on the road, you know, oh. yeah. Cool. I'm not I'm not quite sure if this, um, th- this might add, but do you think that, you know, picking sort of your role sort of carefully and all of that might also play a role? Yeah, I, I, I think I think um, I mean I mean uh, you know that that reflects you you as a performer and 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 how serious you take your craft. Yeah, well, I think if uh, people, I, I think honest is is best. Best, you know. I think if they say okay, no, take any role, you can do any role. But it's best to also you know kind of you know be honest with yourself and say okay, I think this one is out of marriage for now. It doesn't mean you can't do it at a later stage, especially when you are still you know fresh out of school. I mean, you can kind of you know. If they say, for example, if they say do a musical, you know, and you know, but okay, I think I like an ABC, you know, I think give it time. So, yeah, I mean, choose your role carefully. But, I mean, some people's art is influenced by their values and their morals. So in terms of what the story is about, you know, so someone someone else might do a story about homosexuality. I believe it or not, in this day and age, some people can say, no, I don't want to do a story about that because it's not 
within you know my my, my values or my morals. So yeah, it's it's, it's it always goes to to choose your roles uh, very carefully. I think. Cool. Um. So, where can we see your 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 productions and your performances? Just as a as a closer to to the conversation. You know, um, this year uh, I've kind of taken a backseat in terms of performing sure. because now I'm moving into the role. As I told you before, we are part of a program. We are being mentored as a business to 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 kind of have a business uh, plan. You know, finding proposals by the end of the year so that we can go out there and seek for money. But um, you'll catch me because I mean the focus now is more poetry and and so you'll see me in in the Naked Wood Festival. Sure. I've done the Vote Fierce, the one that was in Stellenbosch now now in March. Um, so yeah, and and then later on we are move, going to Free State for the Free State Literary Festival, and then at the end of the year we will be performing in the production at Artscape Theatre. It's in November, but um, if people can, you know, follow me on social media, they'll, they'll get the updates. Sure. And how do people get in touch with you? Website, email address, okay. Twitter handle, Facebook name. So Facebook it's Mungeni Tenulo Namukonoana. Tenulo is T F H E N O L O. Mungeni Tenulo Namukonoana. Instagram I. It's at MZN Revelation, MZN Revelation. Uh, that's the same with, with Twitter. And the website is www.linguafrancapoetry.co.za. Cool. Mbongyeni yeah. Nom Konwana, thank you so much for joining us on the show, and I wish you all the best going forward. And thank you for having me. It's been a, a nice chat, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, my man. Okay, cheers, brother. Cheers.